0: So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. while well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... Uh, A dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word, My Two Cents. is spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. That's right. <laughs> I was just yawning. What's up, y'all? It's man Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. And um, this first topic here, I wanted to uh, give you all the listeners out there, I right, pretty much a warning: some free games, some more free games, some more free warnings. You know, some more so of learn from my mistakes, you know, um, advice, um, but you know, as always you can, you're, you're welcome to take the advice with a grain of salt. You are encouraged to do your own damn research and you are also encouraged to also do what feels best for you. I'm just simply saying, this is what happened with me. And if I can help someone avoid this trouble by simply talking about it on my podcast, then I will, I will do so, you know, I won't gladly do so. (laughs) It's not some L-worthy type stuff I would like to share, but I'm honest and transparent. And again, this is, this is meant to help other people. You know, this is all, I mean, I can't say it's for me in the future, but I don't plan on being a renter anymore. Um, not sure if I dispelled that plan to y'all listeners out there. But um, this current living situation I'm in right now is my last, you know, time being a renter per se, right? Uh, I plan, you know, I'm still staying with family. But I plan on saving up money, uh, continuing to increase my credit Um you know, get my crypto game up, to be honest with you too. Uh, so I could buy a house, cause I'm not doing the whole renter thing anymore. Simple as that. Uh more about that in the future, but I want to talk about something that I call premature evictions, right? Not premature ejaculations. i right? get your mind out the gutter. I'm saying premature <laughs> eviction. So uh, what I say, there's probably other terms for it. Maybe there, that is the actual term. That's just the term that came to mind. Not sure if I, if I made it up myself or if I heard it from somewhere else. But what I am talking about when I say premature evictions is when tenants of you know, an apartment, a tenant or tenants, will get a notice from property managers or maybe a landlord or some sort. Um, and the, the, the letter might have the word eviction, evict on it or eviction on it, or it might be a warning of some sort. And, you know, instead of going through the proper channels to make sure that, you know, they're not in, they're not, they, they're, they they will not have to go through the process of going to the courts and getting evicted. Um, they say, fuck this shit, I'm out, and they just leave on their own, you know, because of the warning notice, pretty much, that they've gotten, right, now, for those who know my story, or whatever, know what went on in 2021, you know, uh, or at least you have some idea, let me put it that way, about, you know, what was going on with me, so I'm just going to talk about this as a little refresher again and i'm only bringing this up because this stuff is still constantly um because of phone calls i got leading up to this week that i'm re- recording this episode by the way the week of me you know doing this ep- recording the episode not not uploading it but it, it's stuff that's going on right now so this is pretty much me just updating the listeners who care about you know what's going on with me and my whereabouts if if you don't then by all means like I stated in in every episode time stamps in the description box below go check out the other topics because the other topics are not going to be about uh this situation per se there is another topic about me but it's about podcasters and podcasting in general that's the topic after this so if you just want to listen to that obviously just fast forward to that Or fast forward to the last topic, right? Or listen to the other episodes that aren't about me, you know, specifically the ones where I interview people, because I don't talk, you know, I'm not interviewing myself, talking about the individual most of the time. So if you're tired of hearing about me on the Ernest Thoughts podcast, well, got plenty of interviews and I plan on doing more interviews. So if you want me to talk to somebody and you're like, I believe this person deserves uh, uh, interview on Earnest Thought's podcast, give me their contact information or vice versa. Give them uh, my contact and uh yeah, stop being a bitch. Anyway, so <laughs> to everybody else who's not being a bitch, right? And for those who are just wondering. So pretty much I was a premature evictor of myself, right? Me and my former partner and yeah we I don't think we left at the same time but around the same time we definitely didn't leave together but at the same time uh she got the notice as I've stated in the story she got the notice saying blah blah because we were uh that was our second time by the way being late on rent let me just make things clear uh I was paying rent when we moved into the apartment 2021. I I was, for the majority of the year, the vast majority of the year, that year, I was covering both rent, but there were a couple times where we were late, okay? One being December, so the last month of the year, the other being like a couple months before then, I believe, right? Uh... And I ended up covering that as well. And December was a bit difficult because I was trying to cover it with two different payment methods. And then you wouldn't go through this, that, and third, blah, blah, blah. Shit just was going downhill from there, right? But that was. those were the only two times. All the other times, it was on time, you know? Um. But she ended up getting a notice. Again, she got that almost emailed to her, by the way. She ended up getting to notice. She panics. She's saying, you know, and ah, this is where being calm and knowing your shit comes into play, especially being calm in the face of adversity comes into play. Because when you're not in the right mindset, you tend to make drastic decisions that can alter your reality, obviously, but alter just the outcome of a lot of different things that you didn't want to necessarily change, but now they have, their they're, they're changed into something different because of, um, you know, the freaking out you did, right? So I knew that, in order for someone, anybody to truly get evicted from their uh, apartment, they would have to go through the, the process of going to court, right? There has to be, but before that, even that happens, happens, right? The the landlords, property managers, whatever the case is, they would have to get an approval from the judge saying that it is very much okay for them to then go ahead and evict said tenant or tenants, right? They couldn't just send you some letter via email and say, hey, y'all don't pay by this date. Y'all gotta get the fuck out, right? That's not what the letter said, but you know, you pretty much put it in layman's terms, right? <laughs> um, that so that's not how one should you know view eviction that's not a legal way let me put it that way for a landlord or a property manager to evict somebody is to give them an email and say hey you got till this day to pay or count your motherfucking days nigga like that's the you you can't say that you, you can't literally you can't say that but also any type of v- pc variation of that you can't say that to them via email you can't say that and then have that be the eviction notice that's not how it goes um because again these individuals did not legally obtain anything and i found that out with the conversation they 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 weren't evicting us (laughs) they were not evicting us now I want to know why the notice still said eviction on it, but, you know, they're not evicting us, or they weren't evicting us. Also, they said that they don't even plan on going through the process of, you know, going through eviction because... One they how one of the property managers was saying and she was claiming, oh, she doesn't want it to be on our records. I think it's because they just simply don't want to go through the process of, um, you know, going through the court, which is understandable. Nobody wants that. But landlords and property managers, they got to pay for that stuff as well. Um, they have to provide proof that these dumb bitches and yeah, I'm going to say it these dumb bitches probably didn't have enough proof to even if they even if they wanted to go through said process they probably wouldn't have the proof to even go through so they knew okay we can't really do much else right you know now i'm thankful i'm thankful don't get me wrong i honestly don't take this as me like is he calling is he really upset because he's not he didn't get an eviction notice he didn't get that put on his record or he didn't no absolutely not what I am most annoyed at I won't even say upset at but like what I what kind of annoyed me is how and this is just me being my usual critical self of myself right everyone if y'all really think that I'm super critical of everybody else y'all really don't know how critical I am of myself that's just number one um two with that being said me being my critical self of myself i knew this these things but i still freaked out i still freaked out because i feel as though a part of me again this was around the time where i was just like i don't want to be in this living situation i was already pissed off um i was tired from work i was hungry this that and the third all I wanted to do was... It was cold that day, so you know I was in a bad mood. <laughs> all I wanted to do was be happy. All I wanted things to go was... was All I wanted things to be was fine. Like, I just want things to be fine. Like, I'm like, I don't think it's fair that... And this is my first time I'm actually, like, enjoying... Like, well, not my first time. One of the few times where I'm actually enjoying my job, Right? Um, which sucks because I ended up leaving a job that I truly liked because I really liked the people there. It was a te- it was a lot of work I had to do, um, but the people I worked with were great. Managers are great. Charlotte has great people. You know, can <laughs> can praise them enough of how many how much I just miss not only the food but just the people down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's just simple as that. Um, but yeah, I... It just sucked at the time where it's like the only things I felt that was going right for myself was work and school. Kid you not. And um, anyone who knows me knows those are the two things that I mainly was causing for the longest in my life. Where causing and podcasting, of course, was is doing great. Dude, I need to say that. <laughs> but nah, what I was going to say was... Um, those who know me know that school and work has been the cause of some of the leading causes of the misery in my life and at this time in my life and this is fairly recent as of like just a couple months ago even if we're talking a couple months ago we got to talk 2021 so 2021 where school and work were the only things (laughs) not causing misery in my life you know um, well, the only things outside of podcasting and creating, right? Outside of that, when, you know, even though I do create for school as well, but it's still work I have to do. It's still work that's being graded. You know, my work at work is being graded in a sense that if you don't do it properly, they're going to get on your ass, obviously. And obviously, when, if I am doing work on a podcast or I'm writing a book or a blog piece or so, and people people's comments is kind of like their grades of it right uh, but it's something that I'm doing you know, like I, I still feel lo- I, I still love doing whether people pay attention to it or not whereas the other two fields, it's like people are constantly paying attention to the work I'm doing that's what I'm saying right but those are the only two facets of life that was bringing me joy um so it was hard for me to Outside of work, outside of uh, outside of doing schoolwork, outside of creating. When I wasn't doing any of these things, it was hard for me to find the silver lining in a lot of things. It was hard for me to find happiness and joy. So my mind automatically went to the negative space. How what does this have to do with anything about premature eviction? Right? Well, for starters, it's got zero to do with premature ejaculations. But also what has this got to do with premature evictions is, um, again, I knew this knowledge. I always knew this knowledge about, you know, how evictions will work. There there has to be a process, this, that, and the third. I've watched plenty of videos. I've heard plenty of stories uh, being told by me about these things. It's like you knew this, but... Because you were so unhappy during this moment. Because you were so in such a negative space when you read that. Because you're such in a negative space where you're living anyways. You kind of ignored all that knowledge. And you freaked out about what was going on. You also kind of inadvertently screwed yourself up. Major, your, you know change your entire trajectory into a situation so that you are it's kind of like how can I put this it's kind of like a self-destruction because I didn't like the because I wasn't happy so it's kind of like a a self-destruction type thing right that's the best way I feel as though that I can uh describe um all of that i'm not here to 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 uh dwell on the past to be honest with y'all i'm simply just here just saying that to anybody who might be in a situation to where you know you get a notice whether you at one i will also advise you to hang on to these notices because old roommate that's how i'm gonna put it as that She did end up emailing it to me, uh, the notice that she got, showing me what it was, but I didn't, I could probably check my email now, I don't, I honestly don't feel like doing so, but I, I, again, I was just, I do remember at some point, I ended up just, she texted and and emailed it to me, and I ended up deleting, I believe, the text message, because I deleted her number, and I, so, it was like what the fuck ever, I don't care, but, um, yeah, it was that situation, because I was just so focused on getting into a different apartment, where it's like, fine, I don't, like, what's the point of having this evidence here, or this notice here, because I ain't showing up to no fucking court dates, if they do bring us to court, that's right, thug life, I ain't showing up to court dates, that's number one, um, any court date, number two, I'm, I'm looking for so this is in the past, and I'm just going to ignore it. That's another problem of mine. Um, but at the same time, um, that's how I was treating that situation. So I would not advise anybody to treat it that way. I, I can understand why, once someone would. I can understand why I did it. Again, I was. I wanted to look forward. I wanted to move forward. I didn't want to be reminded about, you know, this this terrible situation. Um, but simply ignoring it is not going to help. That's number one. Number two, you might need said information in the future just in case your landlords weren't as... uh, or property managers weren't as goofy as mine. Where (laughs) these bitches really didn't know that we'd been moved out of that apartment until it was two months later. Yet they... Didn't get the rent from the from, from the month before, nor the month before that. But they just realized, and that's why we're getting these calls, that's why I'm doing this topic here. They just realized, hey, you haven't paid your rent in the last two months. And I had to let them know, hey, I haven't been living on a property for the last two months. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the whole conversation, but pretty much money is owed for the break of the contract not for the moving out so no back there's no need for the payment of um the the rents because nobody was living in which is good but the contracts the the breaking and lease uh for the both of us we still ended up doing that therefore um. You know they they're expecting that money okay now i'm not going to detail what my plan is for that <laughs> yeah. uh that's a private conversation i don't want to talk about it here because i feel like uh the feds is listening no not them i i i, I feel like there are people in, who are involved in the situation though or someone let me not put it that way uh who is involved in this situation, who may be listening to this. Maybe. And um, I don't want to dispel my plans now. Maybe this is going to tick off something. Maybe not. But I don't want to display, display, explain, expose of my plans right here. Now... It's a private conversation. If you really want to know, just find me on Instagram. Description box below. Let me know. Just ask. And um, I'm probably going to try to verify you to see if you're not on some sus stuff. No. You know what? I ain't going to tell you what the plan is in general. Still follow me on Instagram. But I ain't going to tell you what the plan is. But the plan is this. The plan is I continue moving forward. Let me put it that way. So... Whatever that means to you is, is what it's going to mean to you unless I explain it. Which, you know, even if I do, you're probably going to think whatever you think anyways. If that's on you. I just wanted to get this segment here off just to let people know that if you are in a situation to where you think you got an eviction notice... I'm not going to say nine times out of 10, but I will say that I really do believe that, and this is just me, if it wasn't a court ordered eviction notice, they're not going to evict. They cannot evict. Not legally. Again, not legally. It has to be court ordered, meaning that they would have to have the judge to sign off on it. They would have to have, you know, all that legal proceedings this notice for a fact did not have a judge's order did not just have a court nothing of that nature yes there were dates there were names there were amounts there was the word eviction but there weren't necessarily there were not not even necessary there weren't any any other names on that on that paper no signatures from a judge no other names on that. other than the tenants that this 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 uh warning was was to and the individual who sent the email that's it three names none of the names were judges by the way so Just let it be known and do your own research. Like I said, do your own research. I heavily implore you to do your own damn research, of course, and um, ask around, call around, uh, see what is what, because you uh, might be putting yourself in this situation like I did, where you, because you're in an emotional state, you freak the hell out, and you end up either, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you're homeless putting yourself in a situation where you're staying in hotel rooms and shit uh for some time you're wasting money there and stuff um all because of a warning that is meant to light a fire under your ass but the individual who is lighting the fire doesn't even have a lighter you know they're not even they're The lighter has no fluid in it. They have zero intent. They holding the lighter up. And they're like, do this. Or else I'm gonna flick this little thing. And then, you know, the fire comes up. But there is no fluid inside that lighter. (laughs) It's, It's meant to scare you. It is meant to get you to say, oh shit, let me get all my shit. In order for them to have the actual fire they would need the fluid the fluid being the signature from the court saying yes it is okay for you to evict these folks she didn't have no fluid they didn't have any fluid in their lot so, and, and I and the other individual as well like I, I can only speak for me and I'm only going to speak for me um, I reacted emotionally because of you know the emotional states I was in at the moment and not at that moment in time. Now, I'm glad I'm not homeless anymore. Um, I'm glad that I am able to learn from said situations. I'm glad I still have a roof over my head. Um, But again, I was just doing this the other day um, while I was journaling. When you get situations like that, and then you look back, and then you start to think—at least for me, again, can only speak for me—it's you start to think. Oh, I started to think like, what if? What if I actually didn't freak the fuck out? You know, yeah, I knew that I did not want to continue to stay with this ex anymore, but I could have moved into the number of other apartments that I could have moved into. You know. It could have been a situation where maybe I'd find, you know, another job or take up more hours so I could be able to afford the other apartments in that in, in that complex or, you know, just let them know, hey, I would still like to stay here, but not here. So can I find somewhere else here that's not here? You know, um, I don't know, but dwelling on the past does nobody no good. Um, i will say if you are going to dwell on the past do it in a sense to where you're journaling everything just so you can get it out of your head and then once it is out of your head once you do that do not do not do not continue to think about what that thing is move on focus on the few fu- focus on the future focus on the present so that's my advice until all that. Again, do your own research. Do not premature evictuate. No, but do not premature evict yourself. Unless you're like, fuck it. I've been trying to get out of here anyways. I will pay this fine for breaking into uh, the lease. Uh, or the for terminating the lease early. Simple as that. If you want to thug life it like I did, thug life it like I did. But I can tell you right now, my intention wasn't to thug life it and be like fuck this shit I'm out in the sense that I'm breaking this lease term now I've thought about it maybe I'll talk about that in the future I've thought about it numerous times but then I didn't so there's that there were just thoughts so that's that if you made it this far thanks for listening but we still have more of the Earnest Thoughts podcast per usual so uh, stay tuned Right, so in this next topic here, is this still recording? I hope so. In this next topic here, I'm gonna talk about the perception of podcasters in general. Um, as I said, I'm gonna relate it to me um, because, and this might be me being paranoid, this that, and the third. It, I don't. I think if you're not a podcaster, that says quote unquote provocative things, and then you're probably going to think, oh, you're just being paranoid. If you're not a podcaster at all, you're most likely going to think, okay, you're just being paranoid. This is not the energy that I want to put out there. But I do have to talk about it. And why not talk about it on the podcast formerly named Let's Talk About It podcast. So with that being said, um, it was just something that I've seen online and that I feel as though that, although I've told y'all many a times, let's not talk about topics that you've seen online that are just online topics, right? They don't leave the realm of, you know, Twitter or Facebook or where wherever Clubhouse or wherever these topics are being discussed, right? They don't leave that realm, but they're... If they don't leave that realm, there's no sense in bringing it to a podcast, right? Um, Unless you want some, you know, that type of following, which is not a following that I want. It's not the reputation that I want. But if it's something that I feel as though that will affect just the world at large, society at large, yeah, these are things that you might see on the internet. Well, you will see on the internet and these are things worth talking about because these are worldly issues not little internet pocket issues right not little trivial shit right these are worldly issues now what am i saying so this is pretty much in regard to what went on with joe rogan uh but you know and by the way if you want to know my thoughts on all of that stuff Listen to last week's episode. Simple as that. Um, I also did an apology to Serena Williams. I, I recently uploaded my apology to Serena Williams for the things that I said in last week's episode as well. So if you're listening and you're like, "Did you see Serena Williams's updated pictures?" You were wrong. You were wrong. Yeah, I mean, listen to my apology. It's a, it's what it's like a seven eight minute audio clip of me uploaded to the podcast by the way I didn't upload it to somewhere else or whatever now it's uploaded to where you can listen so wherever you listen to this podcast is exactly where you can listen to that audio clip but it was a little less than 10 minute audio clip of me apologizing to Serena Williams and explaining to myself simple as that I know I was wrong but there's that I just had to say that in reference because I referenced last week's episode um, but I'm not apologizing to Joe Rogan. (laughs) I'm not apologizing to the things I said about Joe Rogan or the situation. But he is still being brought up in this this topic here. Um, Because this has to do with, to me, the biggest reason as to why he caught the the flack that he did. Um, It has zero to do with this concern of, he said the n-word with the hard r 70 times within his podcasting career that's not the case what that was and as and i stated this last week and you want further explanation listen last week but what that was was a strategic ploy at getting black folks to emotionally react to getting joe rogan the fuck about a spotify because black folks, that's how we move shit like that via our emotions. But a lot of the times nowadays to our own detriment. That wasn't the reason why they want uh, Joe Rogan out of here. They want Joe Rogan out of here because he's interviewing people that's making the uh, CDC and, you know, uh, Anthony Fauci. And all the other people look stupid about this, the, the vaccines and COVID and all that other stuff, right? He's having people who actually are talking about real science and they're debunking things that the establishment don't want to be put out there in regards to not only the Vaccines, but just how truly ineffective they are at treating the virus, right? That's why they want them out. Again, listen to last week's episode. I'm not going to talk about it here. What I'm going to talk about here is the simple fact that you have someone who brought up or talked to people, uh, some reputable people, let me put it that way. Who are in that field. And. It just. Part of this discussion that I saw. Again online. But I think it's, it's a worldly issue. You have people that were openly. Pretty much openly saying. Yo. Podcast sucks. <laughs> Podcasters suck. Or. There really needs to be a way. To make sure. Like. We, I want to pretty much censor the things people say because I don't like the way that, I don't like the things that people are saying. I don't like Joe Rogan, therefore let's censor him and anybody else who says things that I don't like, right? Whether I can even disprove something or whether he's just downright someone I don't like And no matter what he says, even if it's something that I agree with politically, I'm still not going to, like, I'm I'm going to ignore that, act like he never said it, and then just hate him, and then want to censor him, and again, censor anybody else who I feel that way about, because they say things I don't like all the time, or they said one thing I don't like, and I want to be angry, so therefore I hate them, right? So... That, to me, is something that is, you know, if you are a podcaster, right, who, like I said, speak on, quote, provocative things, that's something that you should be worried about. And, again, like I've stated before, if I'm being paranoid, I I hope I am. I hope that is the case. I hope it's not, you know, something in my mind telling me, You should be worried. I think I hope it's just just overthinking of sort, whatever. Um, But what I also, as I've stated before, even if that is the case, it's still I feel as though it's it's worth discussing, you know, Um, maybe you don't get it. Maybe you as someone who don't do it, do it as in podcasts, maybe you don't understand why it's so important for... <laughs> I mean, I don't see how you wouldn't understand it, but maybe maybe there are people out there who don't understand why would it be so important for somebody who, even if they got a YouTube channel, they're not even on podcast, but just, you know, someone who has a podcast, for them to be able to say, speak on things and say the things that they want to say freely. Now, I'm not, when I say freely, I mean that they should still be able to have that... Um, pretty much have that ability to do so it shouldn't be taken away from them it should not be now if they're saying some crazy things or whatever the case they should. I'm not saying they should not be checked on these things you'll never hear me say that people should not be checked for the things that they say I, I, all I will say was they should not be restricted Is <laughs> you know you might think these are the same things we're saying the same things we're not If you are saying that somebody should be restricted or they shouldn't have the opportunity to speak on whatever, right? Or say whatever, you're ultimately saying they shouldn't have free speech. Now, I've seen some people who are like, oh, free speech is a a terrible concept. (laughs) Like, for real, I've seen some people try to argue that free speech is bad because especially when Trump was in office. Like, I get it. But like, well, I, I, when I say I get it, I mean, I see why they were saying it when he was in office. But at the same time, as I was saying a lot back then, and I'm still saying now, y'all don't even know what y'all saying when y'all really say stuff like that. And it's it goes along the lines so of be careful what you wish for. because It's always those individuals who are quick to say things like that because They see people that they don't like practicing free speech, saying things that they don't like. But then they're like, oh, no one should have this right because this individual is abusing it. But then when you want to say something, those same rules are going to be held against you. I don't understand why people don't see that. They can't see that. You don't have to be a podcaster to understand that. That's why I was saying you shouldn't. It shouldn't have to be a situation to where you are someone who creates content or you're a podcaster for you to understand the concept of free speech. You're not the we're not the only ones, we meaning podcasters, we're not the only ones out here speaking and sharing our opinions. We just do it on a different avenue to you. You don't go and tell people across the world your opinions, or at least not in the form of a podcast or audio form. You you're still doing so when you're saying your opinions online and your posts are public and therefore people around the world can see. But as far as the avenue that you're choosing, you're you're still doing the same thing. And what makes you truly think that if... It's knock on wood, right? But if they somehow regulate, shut down podcasts, make podcasting illegal or say... (laughs) Sure, if you want a podcast, you can only talk about these things, you can only say these things, right? If we lived in some, you know, authoritarian type, you know, country, world, whatever, where that was the case, what makes you think your favorite platform to express your opinions is not next? You really think they're just going to end with podcasts, start with podcasts and end with podcasts because of one guy or because of me? Which I may be the one guy, I don't know. But you really think they're going to do that? No. They're going to your favorite uh, platform, Nets. So if you like tweeting your opinions, guess what? Twitter is Nets. You like going on Facebook and displaying your opinions, guess what? Facebook is Nets. You like going on Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, Instagram Lives, all of that. Or wherever you go, TikTok. Wherever you go, that is next because if they see they meaning the government that the people in power if they see they can get away with this one avenue they're not gonna stop and say let's just focus on podcasts. no they're going to say hum, hum, hum. we got it. it was successful success we got it here we we we, we conquered this area you know, we talk about white people at the end of the day. You know how they love just going around fucking up shit. <laughs> so we went to this area. We conquered this area. Let's move to the next. But a lot of y'all don't see things that way. Because you're not a podcaster. So you look at the Joe Rogans. You look at the the Dusty and Dusty podcast, which... I'm not going to say their name and give them free promo. Not that I'm giving Joe Rogan free promo anyways, but he's already big enough. So it's like, what, you know, the fuck? I'm not going to give him a nickname. He's already big enough. Uh, But you, you, you go on the dusty and you look at the Joe Rogan's, the dusty and dusty podcast or some other dusty ass niggas podcast. And you say, Hey, I don't like the things that these dusty dudes are saying. So let's, let, let, let's shit on podcasters. Let's shit on podcasts in general because you don't like the things. Three dusty dudes are saying, right? Um, so all the thousands of podcasters got to take a hit because of three dusty ass dudes. Okay. So yeah, you, you, you say all of that, you know, um, and then you say it loud enough to the point where there are other people who are actually in charge of getting things done in the political sphere, and then they bring this to their little political meetings, and it is done. Again, like I said, it is done to the point where I'm, what I'm doing right now is an illegal act, <laughs> unless I talk about the things that they say I'm only allowed to talk about, and I say the things that I'm only allowed to say. But what I'm doing right now, let's just imagine a world where, where what I'm doing right now is illegal. Some places, sadly, don't have to imagine that. Some places, it's, it's actually illegal. If I were in these countries, and I would be potentially breaking the law simply by doing what I'm doing right now at this very moment. Simply doing what I have been doing on this podcast specifically since 2017. So, if that's not the world you want to live in, that's not the country you want to live in. A, don't move to those countries. That's number one. Those countries where it is actually currently the world that is the that people are living today. But also, don't turn your country into that simply because you don't like something Joe Rogan or a Dusty nigga said on their podcast. Stop shitting on every other podcast or in general or shitting on podcasts in general because every single clip you see you probably never even t- tried to even listen to a podcast and even a podcast that you hate the podcasters that you hate you probably st- haven't and I'm not saying you should you know you do what you want with your own time but you still you probably haven't even listened to a full episode of their podcast let alone a podcast in general yet everybody's getting thrown under the wraps every podcaster is being thrown under the wraps because of Joe Rogan and all the Dusty niggas. <laughs> like it's. It ain't fair. It's not wise. Um, and my biggest problem here is not. No, people don't say you me things about podcasts. No I don't care. Because uh, my thing is. I want people who like listening to podcasts. To listen to my podcast. It's that simple. Kind of like how I want people who like to read books or like nice, compelling stories to read my books and to enjoy the stories, you know, kind of like how I like the people who like to wear, you know, stylish, but you know, somewhat edgy, I guess, clothing, (laughs) clothing with edgy words or sayings or whatever the case is. To wear my my clothes, you know? It's all, it's like, I build these things specifically for the audience that is going to, well, I build these things, you know, for my intended audience, let me put it that way, is the people who actually, I don't need to necessarily convince why they much, convince much of, Why they should pay attention to this avenue in the first place. You know sticking to podcasts. I don't want to convince somebody who doesn't listen to podcasts. Why they should listen to my podcast. If they don't listen to podcasts in general. I think it would be a waste of time. Now if there's someone who does enjoy listening to podcasts in general. That is the person that I'm going to spend most of my time trying to convince why they should listen to the earnest thoughts podcast not someone who don't listen to podcasts in general if i was a video game developer and i made video games w- would it be smart for me to try to convince somebody who plays video games they're probably not familiar with my video game right never heard of it this that and the third but they do play video games they're very familiar with video games would it be smart for me to spend more of my time to talk to someone who doesn't play video games, they don't know my game because they don't play video games, they don't know anybody else's game because they don't play video games, they don't play video games because they're not interested in video games. Would, I, would it be smart for me to try to convince that person why they should play my video game <laughs> rather than the other person who plays video games, knows about video games, and would play my game if I convinced them to do it the other person who doesn't play video games they're not at the end of the day I can tell them how great the story is how you know great the characters are I can talk about the representation I can say these this and the third I can but if they do not play video games it's just going to be like eh. that's nice and all but I don't play video games That's the same thing with people with this whole podcasting thing. I'm not trying to convince people who don't listen to podcasts in general why they should listen to my podcast. What I think is dumb, though, is the people who don't listen to podcasts in general going around saying, having this mentality that because I don't listen to podcasts and I see these clips of these problematic podcasters going viral, then I associate that with every podcast out there. And therefore, I'm saying let's do away with podcasts. It should be illegal. The things they're saying is mean. Misinformation is being spread. All this other stuff. That's every podcast. No. So, you know, it's a lot of accountability needed to be done on all parts everybody's part you know um yes as podcasters we should try to differentiate ourselves from the problematic ones uh the ones who don't deem themselves as problematic the ones who aren't in it to be problematic therefore so they can get you know money and fame and stuff we should do our part in differentiating ourselves from those podcasters Will I personally take the time to try to convince people who don't listen to podcasts anyways that I'm not like those guys, though? No. What I will do, though, is for those who do enjoy podcasts and listen to podcasts, I will try, you know, to convince them or try to convince them that I am not like the problematic podcasters and that they can add me to their list of unproblematic podcasters to listen to. That's what I'd rather spend my time doing. I don't know how you will get down, podcaster, if you are a podcaster listening. You can make the choice. But me personally, it just, to me, it makes more sense for me to go after the people who actually know and enjoy the craft of podcasting. Um, And to the people who don't enjoy the craft of podcasting, uh, you know, don't listen to podcasts. I'm not trying to convince you to do so. What I am going to say, though, is simply because you see a bunch of clips of individuals and you're like, oh, man, podcasters must be terrible people. How about you think about the people that you're following that sharing these clips? Now, I'm not saying confront the people because people can if they if they want to share that shit as annoying as it is, they have every right to do so. But you have the control to unfollow those individuals. You have the control. and This is where your accountability comes in. You have the control to tailor what you see online. Not completely. I understand that. Trust me. If anyone understands that, it's me. But you still have some control. And you're still choosing to follow these people who follow these podcasts or who share this stuff. That is on you at the end of the day if you continue to follow these people or not, you know, do things to the settings to where you are not seeing retweets. You're not, you know, you're seeing very limited posts from them or you're only seeing certain types of posts from them. So that's on you. Do not get all us podcasters fucked up. And now get the government involved and get the government to regulate the shit and, and all this other stuff because you got in your fee about something Joe Rogan said. Nah, don't work out like that. So that's my stance on that. We're going to get into the last and final topic. So stay tuned. Alright, we are back with the last topic here. And I want to talk about the Earn It Act. It is a bill that is yeah, another lie from uh governments. I know it is from the video that I saw, right? Um it it it's it from the video I saw, the individual, which I'll have the video in the description box below, just in case you don't understand my uh you know take on this and the information that i share i highly suggest that you check out the video that i'll have linked in the description box below because that is where i found out about this first Uh, but the individual in the video he is in canada so he was referencing the earn it act how it is he referenced other countries too especially america but he was talking specifically about how it'll affect him and the people in Canada because he's in Canada, but I'm looking at this now, and this is a U.S. news report that was published in 20, well, 2022 this year, but February 16th, so a couple of days ago from our three days ago for being exact from when I'm recording this, so a fresh article. I'll leave that article in the description box below as well. It's by UPI, so check that out. Um, But the IT Act is basically this act that the governments, uh, those who are in, you know, charge of making bills and things of that nature, you know, uh, politicians and stuff. But it's yet another lie to try to get people of whatever nation—Canadians, Americans, other democratic nations—it's is it's trying to weasel its way. Um, and to eliminating our rights, basically, you know, um, the title here states bill intended to protect child online prompts outcry from privacy advocates. Now, where does the child protection comes from? Well, the people involved in trying to get the EARN IT Act to become a thing are claiming That it is to protect the children. Once again, you know, you hear that outcry all the time. Protect the children, protect this group, that group. But protect the children a lot. This is supposed to be an anti-pedophilia bill. Or it is not supposed to be. It is painted as an anti-pedophilia bill. Right? Um, But what it actually is, is once again, just like how the outcry about Joe Rogan and his statements was painted as, oh, we have to get this racist guy about it here. It wasn't that, you know, whoever crafted that video really wanted to get Joe Rogan out of there because he said the N-word. It was because they didn't want him on the Spotify platform and they tried to use the emotions, like I said, of black folks to get him out. This is similar. This is a, in a similar done in a similar fashion in the sense where they're using in a hot topic, hot uh, topic situation such as you know protecting children, being anti-pedophile and shit, because who would be against that? And saying, well, in order for us to fight against this, we have to do this thing here, which we'll get into it. Uh, what they will do Um, right here. I'm going to start reading Washington, February 16th, a bill intended to hold social media platforms accountable for posts that exploit children, but has been criticized for its potential to harm online privacy has passed its first hurdle to getting a future vote in the Senate. That's not good. Why it's not good is because this is yet again a bill that has zero to do with protecting the children and it has everything to do with wanting to evade privacy and all of that. How we are protected now is, you know, and again, the, the reference the video for, please reference the video because I'm only giving you my knowledge about it uh, from what I saw in the video and just past readings and, and, and all that. But how we're protected is if, you know, the FBI or, you know, some other agency or whatever the case is, right, if they want to access some type of information about somebody, um, they would have to go through I think it's called a bla a backdoor. Right? They'll have to go through a back door and in order for them to even get access to that they would need permission from, you know, let's say an Apple or a Google or, you know, I think of, you know, specific social media platforms as well. They would need that permission. And then going through that, that that takes some time to, in order for them to do that. They couldn't simply just, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's not as easy as or I'm not going to say it's difficult or whatever or easy, but it's not as easy or difficult for them to, you know, get that stuff uh Information, but <clears throat> if you know we, there aren't any back doors, let me just put it that way, then for whatever reason, right? It could be me, right? It could be they don't like the things that I'm saying, they don't like that I'm exposing this type of stuff for, to you. They can look into me, looking at information, they can go and harass me, they can go and try to, you know, come up with some scummy shit or whatever the case is. And, you know, use this bullshit excuse like we're using the earn it act. And it's like, well, you know, first of all, you said you was going to look for, look into pedophiles with this, right? But you're not looking into somebody who's a pedophile. You're looking into somebody who said something you didn't like. <laughs> you know, you're looking into somebody who is exposing something that you don't want to be out there. And you said you were going to use this method to help protect the children and help, you know, fight and find pedophiles. But you're going after somebody who isn't a pedophile. You're going after somebody who had the nerve to say something bad about you or expose the ugly truth about your organization. Right. Let's continue reading. The It Act first introduced in 2020 would cut back on decades long protections for websites in Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, allowing victims and their families to file lawsuits against companies that host child sexual abuse material. Now, this is where they're gonna try to get people. That, That last part, they're gonna say, well, these acts, they protect, they protect pedophiles, they protect people who are you know child molesters and things of that nature let me tell you something they're not put in place specifically to protect pedophiles they're simply not it just so happens that we live in a world where pedophiles are in by law let's just say by law are people too people are protected under these laws People are protected online via Section 230, via the Communications Decency Act. People. It just so happens, unfortunately, (laughs) by law, pedophiles are still considered human beings. Therefore, they are people. That means, just like you, just like me, just like anybody else, we are not pedophiles. And when I say we, hopefully I'm talking about you because I know I'm not. Hopefully you're not a pedophile. But for this sake, for the lack of knowledge sake, I'm going to say we. I'm going to put you in this we, right? We aren't, aren't pedophiles, but we are still protected under Section 230. Just like how a pedophile would also be protected under this. So again, this goes back to what I was saying before. Be careful what you wish for. In which I've said on this podcast many times before, be careful what you wish for. The same protections, the same laws, the same, all of these things that everyone's saying should not be, a, uh, you know, around because, oh, it's protecting these types of crazy individuals. They're protecting you too. They're protecting people like you too. You know, the the same people, the people who might be just as dumb as you, but still, Nonetheless, not a pedophile. They're still protecting you. So instead of fighting the protection and saying get rid of the protection because it happens to protect the pedophile. How about you say. Work. How about you say, let's take care of let's punish the pedophile. Let's not punish everybody else for the pedophiles uh, doing. Do not let the rotten apple spoil the entire rot. You know? Let's get this motherfucker out of here. I'm going to continue reading. In quotation marks it says, "Our goal is to tell social media companies to get involved and stop this crap. And it, and if you don't take responsibility for what's on your platform, then Section 230 will not be there for you." That's that's a threat from Lindsey Graham by the way. It's it's a quote, but it's a threat from Lindsey Graham. Uh, you know, the Republican Senate, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey, my bad. Uh, but yeah, that that's more of a threat than a comment. But, it, you know, it's quoted as something uh, Lindsey Graham said, right? Um, Lindsey don't give a fuck about the First of all, Lindsey... Lindsay and arrested of the, uh Senate, especially you republican ones y- y- y'all don't care about the children y'all don't care about the children out. y'all don't care about the children because if you cared about the safety of children, y'all would have been when Trump was on his bullshit uh via the uh you know the kids in cages out out outcry that is now uh they called what they call facilities now they not even call cages they call facilities right. You know, uh, the, the same location, the same kids, you know, the same type of faces, the same not, you know, if you really cared about the safety of the children, how come you didn't get on your man Trump back in 2016 and upward into for his entire uh, stint of a president? How come you didn't get on him about this? How come you're a buddy buddy with Trump who is a fucking pedophile himself? How come you buddy buddy with the other Republicans? Hell, Lindsey Graham might be on some shit. See, this is the stuff they don't want us to expose. This is the stuff they don't want us talking about. So he's going to threaten he and everybody else who's in, on board with this. And trust and believe, I'm pretty sure this is a bipartisan. Uh, this is a, a bipartisan bill that both the Democrats and Republicans are trying to pass. You know? But this got nothing to do. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. I'm going to continue reading. Under the bill, social media companies would not be able to cite the use of encryption technology as a defense against liability. Encryption technology. I cannot think for the love of God of me. I cannot think of how to explain that to you. That's why I'm good. That, that term right there and everything else, but that term right there, like I'm familiar with it, but I just cannot define it. <laughs> I don't know how to define it in layman's terms because I don't know how to define it for myself without having to look it up and read it and then say, okay, this is what I read and this is what I think it means. And I don't want to do that now. So please, please, please check out the video. Or you can just look it up yourself. But pretty much, if I had to try to define what an encryption technology is. Encryption technology uh, pretty much is ways, as I was talking about, like the back door a couple minutes ago. It's ways for social media uh, platforms, people on social media in general, and just other avenues on the internet can... Uh, it's like a, a defense mechanism best of my knowledge i'm sorry but <laughs> please watch the video down below uh the dude muda mudahar he is a much he does a much better job at explaining this and and just he shares his 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 thoughts on it as well um but yeah he does a much better job that that i than i do so please watch the video down below and please do your own research You can also read up on this article. I'm going to continue reading, but I don't think I'm going to read all of it. Uh, I don't think so. If I do end up reading all of it, I still will share the article. So you can read for yourself. So you can see that I'm not making this shit up. Just to have something to talk about. Um, So let me continue. Critics of the Measure... Say this provision would distinct it, platforms from using encryption to protect users, and would lead to unnecessarily censoring content in many, uh, in many cases. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's exactly why. That's the biggest reason why I'm against this. I'm not against this because oh, let's protect pet files. Let's get get get. Hell now. Nah. This, this right here, what I just read, I'm going to read it again for those who probably wasn't listening or you need to just hear it again. Critics of the measure say this provision would disincentivize platforms from using encryption to protect users and will lead to unnecessarily censoring content in many cases you know, like if there was a podcaster talking about things that they didn't want someone to talk about and there were no encryption technologies put in place to protect said podcaster from getting censored, they'd be able to get away with that. You know, like how if you are complaining about, you could say, I think student debt should be... uh, I think there shouldn't be student debt, and here's why, right? I think healthcare should be free, and here's why. I think jobs should pay, the minimum wage should be raised, and here's why. You are still, they they can censor you for these things. And that's the point I've been trying to get across to a lot of y'all. Maybe some of y'all get it. Maybe a lot of y'all get it. But the point I've been trying to get across In this episode and just in general is. It really doesn't matter if you say the things that I say. You say them how I say them. The simple fact of the matter is. Your day is coming too. Be careful what you wish for. If you wish for things like this to pass. If for God forbid it does. If it does pass you're going to be like. Okay Ernest he was saying some shit. That he shouldn't have been saying that's on him. But then you go ahead and you think you're protected. Because you don't say the shit I say, or at least not all of it, but you do say student debt should not be a thing, and they're like, eh, I don't like this. let's look into this person let's let's shadow ban them, let's censor them, let's because we have the opportunity to do so or you 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 make a comment on on uh wars, how you're anti-war. Eh, we don't like this because America makes its profit off of war. And you are speaking against what we are going to make money off of. So, uh, let's, let's, let's do these things. Let's censor this person. It ain't just me. It ain't just Joe Rogan. It ain't just any other provocative podcaster out there. So, like I said, be careful what you wish for. It can happen to you too. I'm going to continue reading because this article is interesting. I might end up reading. This might be the first time or one of the first times I actually read the whole an entire article for y'all. But I still will leave it in the description box below. I still will. So let me continue. Opponents include civil rights groups and industry organizations. Digital rights advocacy groups fight for the future has... Launched a, peti- a petition against it at nearly 600,000 people have signed. So I need to find this petition myself, and I'm a and I will sign it so I could be some of the growing numbers again. This was published three days ago. Hopefully, they got a lot more than 600,000 people. If I find a petition in time by the time I upload, I mean, edit and upload. I'm going to put it in the description box either way. Hopefully, I find it by the time this episode is up Monday morning. But even if I don't find it by then and I still ended up finding it, because I'm going to find it for sure. I do want to sign this petition for sure, for sure. Uh, um, but even if I end up finding it, let's just say next weekend, I will still put it in the description box for this episode Uh I'll just edit the you know to show notes and put it in this this episode so if you're someone who really wants to sign it yourself you can do you could find it online if you want to or you can just continue to look inside the description box below of this episode specifically I'm not going to put it in other episodes but this episode specifically you can continue looking in the description box below and seeing if the link is there if the link is there you know then then sign it if you can find it somewhere and i haven't found it yet please send it to me on instagram instagram in the description box below please do so cuz i want to sign this for real the senate the senate judiciary committee unanimously approved to re- re- approve the urnet act despite some members expressing reservations lawmakers from both parties including republicans senate Mike Lee of Utah and Democrat Senate, Chris Coons of Delaware, Cory Booker of New Jersey, John Ossoff of Georgia, and Alexis Padilla of California voiced concerns about how the bill would impact online privacy. You know who the names that most surprised me? Um, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Really surprises me. Still, does Chris Coons surprise me? John Ossoff doesn't surprise me that he would be against this. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a fan of Ossoff, absolutely not, but he doesn't surprise me that he's on this list. Everybody else is like, I don't really, you know. I did, I did, it's it's like eh. It is what it is. Cory Booker's name, though, he really does surprise me. Real talk. He really does surprise me that he is against this, seeing as he's one of the, you know, tap dancing Democrats. I'm going to just put it that way. Um, And again, this is a bipartisan bill. The Democrats... If anything, this this shit would have, would pass during a Democratic presidency, Joe Biden, because Donald Trump, I don't think Donald Trump would, uh, he probably would try to be for this. Of course he would, because he's a pedophile. Um, well, he's a pedophile, so he'd probably be against it. So he, <laughs> because once you hear, hey, you know, we, he he's he's he, he's gonna hear the part where they're like we're cracking down on pedophiles. He's gonna think, oh shit, they're trying to get me. Let me be against this. Not knowing that they're not really cracking down on pedophiles, they're cracking down on people like Ernest who say things that they're not. They don't want uh, the public to know, who expose the truth to people on social media, whether it be via podcasts or via tweets. You know. That's who they really want to go after. They're not going after the pedophiles. It's just easy. It, it's it's again. As I say said before. They always put the protection. It's for the children. It's for this. It's for that. It's for as a reason to get people to do things. Because if someone were to not have the intelligence to say why they're against this. It sounds like they're. They, well it doesn't sound like it. But people would easily attach, well, that person is defending pedophilia. People will easily attach that to said individual. And I am going to guess that is far from the case. They just know what's up. They might not have the verbiage to understand or to, you know, say what, I'm saying or said what Mudahar said in his video, said what anybody else who is against this is saying, but they know what they basically feel and what they're basically thinking is exactly the same thing that I've been saying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But yeah, uh, that list kind of, like I said, a couple of the names, like I said, kind of surprised me. Cory Booker surprised me the most i'm glad i'm not saying oh you know i'm a cory booker fan now i'm saying he just surprised me that he's against this that's great and just because i said fuck john ossoff this entire list can go to hell if you ask me but john ossoff he can he can go to the deepest parts of hell but before he goes right on thanks for being against this bitch anyways i'm gonna continue I'm a little this is a quote I'm reading here. I'm a little concerned that the current language inadvertently mandates interactive computer services to do for the government what the government itself is prohibited from doing which is engaging in the open-ended policing and the accessing and reporting of private protected data says Lee That was Senator Mike Lee's comments. Also. The FBI already has the ability and laws and things of that nature to. Again to find the information that they're looking for. Especially against pedophiles. There's already things intact. For that. There's already things intact for that. It's not like. Oh, man, we got to find out our way to get pedophiles offline. There's already methods to do that. They don't need the Earn It Act to do that. Which further proves that the point isn't really to do what they say that they want to do. I'm going to continue. Numerous organizations that fight sexual violence and child exploita- exploitation support the bill. A press conference organized by Graham and co-sponsor Senator Richard Blumenthal uh, Thursday morning featured representatives from the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children and Anti-Sexual Assault Organization RAINN, R-A-I-N-N. This is obviously to uh, muster up emotion and everything else. I'm not going to shit talk those organizations because, again, I am. What the organizations are doing. They, I can't. You know, I'm not against what they're doing. It's sad that they're being used by Lindsey Graham and everybody else who clearly don't give a fuck about the children and is making it seem like they do. And they're lying to these organizations' face, faces. Saying, hey, this is to protect, you know, this, that, and the third. When Lindsey Graham just doesn't like the fact that we can get on the internet still. And expose some shit about him. That he doesn't want out there. Yeah. This ain't got nothing to do. I'm not gonna diss the, the programs. I'm not gonna diss rain. Or um, the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children. um, Absolutely not. Because these are people who are actually doing (laughs) the work. You know, these are people who are sadly, again, just being used. They're being used. And I'm not going to dis... They're being used. That's what it is. I'm going to continue reading. I just might read this entire thing, y'all. I'm dead serious. I'm really you know, into this, you know, as you can tell. Reading from a letter written by Amy, a victim going by a a pseudonym who said images of her being sexually abused as a child still can be found on the internet. Rain Federal Affairs Director Samantha Cadet said internet service service providers aren't doing anything to remove that material. That is some sick shit. I understand why a victim would want, you know, their their pictures to be taken off the internet. Um but again, there's laws in place and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole in anything. There's laws and other and other just acts in place. To go specifically at these internet providers. Or you know not even just the providers. But just you know the websites or whatever. To say hey yo listen. Like what the fuck. Like why you have this picture of Amy. Or other victims. Still on your platform. Why is it still able to be shared on your platform. Or simply again. Go after the individuals who are sharing these pics. Instead of. Everybody else on the internet that's not sharing Amy's pics, that did not uh, harm Amy, that's not harming anybody else. Yeah, I mean, there's things in place for this stuff. I don't know how many times I can say this. There's already stuff in place to fight this stuff. We don't need a fake ass act like the earn it app because that's not the point of this damn app. There's already methods in place to fight this. How about strengthening those methods? Or coming down on the individuals and entities who are in charge of making sure that situations like this don't happen. Instead of creating new methods to take away rights. Because what you do is let those people who aren't doing the job that they should be doing, you letting them off hook. And what sense does that make? I don't know if I'm going to keep reading because, well, I might as well should. I'm almost done. This is another quote. We shouldn't have to force companies to do the right thing, but they pretend to care. Then use CDA 230 to shut the courtroom's doors on us, she said. So, this is what Amy has stated. Um, Amy, whoever you are out there, Lindsey Graham, the other politicians who are claiming to be for this are the ones pretending to care. They are the ones pretending to care. I need you to really realize that you. And the organizations behind you, y'all are being used. The other victims who might be speaking as well, they are y'all are being used. They don't care. They're the ones who really don't care. And yes, these the internet providers, the 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 social media outlets, the websites, whatever, should do a lot better, a way better job at censoring themselves and making sure that whatever content that's hellacious content is on their website isn't on their website but you're truly mistaken if you think lindsey graham and others truly care same goes for the organizations rain the other one y'all truly mistaken if you think lindsey graham and and the other folks truly care like i said god forbid this goes through They're going to see, it's going to be one of those situations where they see, wow, we're not actually being protected. They used us for their own sneaky, conniving plans. That's the government for you. I'm going to continue reading. According to the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's website, its cyber tip line has received more than 82 million reports of children's sexual abuse material on the Internet since since its 1998 inception. Rain Vice President Camille Cooper said that half of the 27,000 people who access its online hotline each month are children. Stanford Internet Observatory research scholar Rihanna Pfeffercorn, Pfeffercorn, I believe. Pfeffercorn said amending section two hundred thirty most likely will not improve children child safety. <laughs> That's what I was just saying. Thank you, Miss Pfeffercorn, if I pronounce your last name right. That's exactly it's not going to do that. It's not going to protect the children. What it's going to do is, again, give the government what they want. Give the government more power what they want. Less power to the people. Less protections for the people. It's what it is going to do. It's not going to end uh, uh, child pornography. It's not going to end uh, the, the crazy shit that I do want to end. Crazy, I got to say that. But yes, I do want this stuff to end. It's, I'm not saying... Let's defend this shit. But I'm against. The government. Getting any more power. Us getting any more rights. All in the name. Once again. All in the name. Of protecting children. Without actually protecting children. And victims. In an essay published February 4th. Pfeffercorn wrote that the bill would make child sex abuse investigations more difficult by pushing predators to the offshore websites where the law wouldn't apply as well as the dark web where the material is more difficult to find. And also, may I add more, uh, not more difficult, not just more difficult to find, but more in abundance of. Sure. Some of the stuff slips through the cracks. Via the non-dark web. But a lot of that. Sh- wild shit. is on the dark web. Go fuck with the dark web. Not what's in the light. But she's absolutely right. Once again. All, that's all that's gonna do. It's just gonna get the pedals To. Not come out to the light web, you know, the regular web, the non-criminal uh, internet, right? And then just go back, to the, go, go, go back to hiding in a dark web and doing all that stuff there. Continue doing the stuff there, right? It's going to continue doing that shit. And then what? What's, what's going to change for the uh, non-dark web, you know, the web that we're in now? What's going to change is you and I and everybody else. We lose our fucking rights. We lose we lose a way to get uh, uh, garner some protections. While the government and Lindsey Graham and all them fools they 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 get more power. And they have more of the ability to shut down, to censor, me and everybody else who says things they don't like. A better solution, she said in an email, would be to provide more resources, investigating reports of child abuse online. Because as things stand, those those charged with doing this important work are completely overwhelmed. Did not just fucking say that, people. Did not just say. It was probably like 10 minutes ago or so. I just said a better use of this time would be to allocate the resources to the programs like RAIN, to these other programs that are already in charge of doing this shit. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> I just said that, y'all. Last sentence. She also noted that time would be better spent addressing factors like poverty and housing instability to make children more vulnerable that make more children more vulnerable to abuse who is this woman i want to marry her yeah i don't even know what she look like right on rihanna pfeffercorn i'll even take your last name fuck it ernest pfeffercorn y'all they call me that but nah she's right on once again right on right the fuck on shout out to Rihanna Pfeffercorn. This is the, 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 exactly my sentiments. Take this, take the this build all this resource all this time and energy can be put toward supporting the the individuals who are already in charge of this. You know, private investigators, all this other stuff. There are entities in charge of this. This is what I was just saying. We already have laws, uh, 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 you know, organizations and all this other stuff who their main purpose is to look into shit like this. We don't need the EARN IT Act. We need to fund those uh, uh, organizations. Give them more resources. And Lindsey Graham knows that. All the other people know that. But why they're not doing that, why they're choosing not to do that, because it doesn't help them at the end of the day. It doesn't give them what they want. And what they want is to not protect children, once again. What they want is to obtain more power by taking away more power from the people. That's what they want. That's what they really want. And most acts, I was trying to look into this when I first, I'm like, why do they call it the earn it act? Because most of these acts, you know, when they come up, there's a reason for the name. There is no reason, earn what? Oh, you got to earn the right to be protected online. You got to prove you're not a pedophile. It doesn't mention that. So it's a stupid ass name, but nonetheless, let's not focus on trivial stuff, let's focus on the real. The real is exactly what I was telling you, what Rihanna Fevercorn was saying, what uh, these senators like Cory Bush, uh, Ossoff, Mike Lee, uh, Padilla, um, Chris Coons. All of them were saying about, you know, being against this. So again, I I I read the article to y'all. But if you want to read it for yourself, you want to see Miss Pfeffercorn's wonderful comments that I totally agree with because I said the same thing. Um, or you just want to read up on everything else. If you want to know your, your senator is for or against this. Or you want to try to convince them. Why they should be. Against the Earning Act. Yeah that's right. I'm telling you what to do. (laughs) But at the end of the day. You make up your own mind. I'm just sharing this information. And I'm very passionately. Against the Earning Act. I'm just going to come out. I mean if it wasn't already obvious. Let me just make it clear. I am passionately. Against the earn it act. This is not something that you're going to convince me to be in for of. Now, if this was a act that was legitimately against what they claim to be against and fighting against what they they they're claiming to fight against. And regular people like yourself and myself were not, you know, be harmed by it. Oh, I'd be I'd be for it. Because, again, this got nothing to do with me trying to defend pedophiles or give them a fair trial or whatever the case is. and <clears throat> It's got everything to do with the people who aren't pedophiles that are negatively impacted by this. If this bill gets in the Senate and then it passes. Again, link in the description box below. Check out that if you're still confused on things, um, I still would want you to, uh, I suggest that you watch the video down below that I have a link down below in relation to this. Because that's how I learned about it. Um, That's that's for one, right? Um, That's how I learned about it. So, from that, when I saw that video, that's when I was able to make up my own opinions and say, okay, well, I believe this because X, Y, and Z. Article will be down there as well, so you can check it out. Um, yeah. Everything else will be down there as well, all the other links. Check those links out as well. That's pretty much the end of this episode. I I don't have anything else to to say, you know. That's about it. Until next time. Until next episode. Stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. Whoever you are. As long as you're not a pedophile. A pig. A Nazi. Or Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Hit the links in the description box below. Support me. Please subscribe. Rate rate the podcast. Until next time. Until next episode. You hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.